how can we engage the culture, especially in books, music, and movies, with charitable and critical discussion through a lens of faith and as a means of drawing ourselves and others closer to Jesus? I'm Ali LaVille. And I'm Andy Norton. This is Though They Die, talking about the things of this world through the lens of eternity. Today we're discussing Spider-Man No Way Home. Welcome to the show. One hundred and ten percent volume was there. It was so beautiful. Good, yeah. It was gorgeous. We love it. it all came together. We're back. We're in back. Action. Back streets. Back. It feels like it's been a while. Yeah, because I mean, it has been a minute. Two yeah. weeks since we recorded, and then our last time recording yeah. was uh, we was, stashed was, up some yeah some some yeah, sessions. Absolutely, we did. Yep. Oh, so good. This is great to be back and back from. Uh, you know, Christmas break and all that. Oh, heck Merry yeah. Christmas to Merry you. Christmas. To all of you. Yes, Christmas. So nice. And uh, Happy New Year. This is good. Yeah. Turning a new leaf. Come but. on. <laughs> Let's go. Get on your feet. Yeah. And happy, happy Spider-Man No Way Home. I I'm can't believe it yeah. came out. This is, we this, is, this is an exciting so time yeah. to be a Spider-Man fan. There's it really is. great Spider-Man content happening. Yeah. We love to see it. That's so true. That is actually a really good, good um, point. Like, when you're a fan of something and it's just like a good time to be a fan of that thing. Oh yeah. It's a beautiful it's just, time. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful nice, time. You know? I love that. I uh, not a, a good time to be a Hulk fan. He hasn't had anything. No, in a not, yeah. not not in a while. Not well, a no, while. he had his little Kermit at the end of uh uh what was it? Um Shang Chi. Uh, he was like there for like a second. Oh not, yeah, not Hulk he super Banner. was. Banner yeah, was. he super yeah. was. Wow. Yeah. And he's not. He's no Which longer. Uh, I mean, he did. He was fun in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, so. But good. he hasn't had like his own thing. Yeah. <laughs> ever. Like, like, ever really successful. in the MCU? Really? Yeah. 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 Totally. The Incredible Hulk is technically MCU. But yes. Well, but it's like yeah, barely. It I, came out after Iron Man, bro. I know, but I know. barely. I know. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently, I mean, now. Yeah. Well, anyways, we should actually say first straight out the gates. Yeah. Spoilers, like well, just yeah. straight up spoilers. We're talking about the whole movie. We, we really are, and there's some. This is like the most spoilery of all movies. Like if it's spoiled for you, it's spoiled. Like that's that's a huge. That's true. Huge yeah, thing. That's so super true. So yes, yeah, yeah. shut this off and go watch it. It's, it's still in theaters. Yeah. You can still find it anywhere. Get that all eight all dollar yeah ticket. Yeah. All screens are being redirected to Spider Man No Way Home at this point. So go out there and and watch it. I don't know if that's actually true, but I was like, wow, that's, I know. That's I know for is that sure, a COVID thing. Well, How does no, that even? No, for sure, they actually were shutting down some screens. I, I heard someone was like, "Yeah, I got asked if I like was okay with like changing my time or whatever because they were trying to redirect screens for Spider-Man: No Way Home because it was just such oh. a massive box office success. Everyone's okay. going to see it. So if you haven't seen it, go see it. What are you doing? Listening to this podcast? Yeah, what? That's <laughs> like, that's just go watch I, it. Yeah. Anyways, if you have seen it, we are going to talk about spoilers. Let's get into this. So don't even. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Cool. So synopsis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) You take over my role. Do you want? I'm so sorry. Yeah. No. You say the synopsis. You're so right. You say the synopsis. Okay. Here we go. With Spider-Man's identity now revealed, if you remember that from the end of the last movie, Mm -hmm. our friendly neighborhood web slinger is unmasked and no longer able to separate his normal life as Peter Parker from the high stakes of being a superhero. When Peter asks for help from Doctor Strange, the stakes become even more dangerous, forcing him to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. Death. Boom. It means, yeah, death. It means death. death suffering. It means death. It means, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Man. And I think that's so true. I think, honestly, that's a great, a great synopsis without giving away the, you know, the spoilers. Um, but it also sums up for me Really, the first thing I love about this movie, which is I felt for the first time in the MCU, Tom Holland 
really stepped, really stepped into yeah. what it truly means to be Spider-Man yep. with the help of his fellow Spider-Man. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so I, that was my, my biggest takeaway, at least first and foremost. And I think the thing, both on like a, as a Spider-Man fan, he just came into what it means to be Spider-Man, mm. but also a, on a level of like deeper themes, like what it means to be Spider-Man is a really like deep and profound thing, or, or at least it's, mm-hmm. it, it's connected to some really deep and profound themes. So mm-hmm. I'd love to talk about what that means. Like you mentioned suffering, death, uh, you know, what it means to be a hero. Uh, and, and, uh, and so he stepped into all of that and was no longer just like the cutesy, uh, quippy, fun Spider-Man. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, I heard someone say, well, there's a couple of things that have been going around the internet about this. Well, so many things, but a couple of things about about like why it was so good. And I think one of the things that they mentioned was um, some people have said it. Actually, multiple people I've heard have said it's like this was almost like his origin movie. Yeah, which is interesting because of course he's had two other movies, and mm-hmm. he was in. He actually debuted in Civil War mm-hmm. and was huge in Infinity War and in uh, and in um, Endgame. So he's been in a ton of MCU movies. He's had his own two of his own, you know, standalone before this. Mm -hmm. But in a way, it was his origin movie. And I think this is connected to the other thing which I've heard people saying, which is uh, for the first time, it was no longer just like bubblegum and everything going right for him. Yeah. Um, Like he really had to suffer this movie. There was was pathos and suffering, Mm -hmm. very similar to... Uh, what you know, Tobey Maguire had to go through, um, and Andrew Garfield, both of whom had like, in their own ways, like huge amounts of pathos and suffering. Mm-hmm. And so I'm interested to talk about that because like, it's kind of a funny thing to say like, oh, I'm so happy he finally suffered. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's 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 so true though because I yeah. think Spider Man's one of the more likable superheroes because he goes through so much. Like, right. I mean, Thor, it's kind of hard because he's this alien and you know he's it's kind of disconnected iron man's really rich and yada 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 peter parker is is a just a dude yeah like he's just a dude trying to go to high school trying to get into mit or whatever and and he's a lot like um is it grover from um (laughs) sesame street is that the the blue guy the blue oh yeah, yeah yeah i think so I think yeah, 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 Grover. Yeah, 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 for sure. He, Grover always falls on his face, but he always gets <laughs> back up, kind of thing. And Spider Man's very similar, and that's why you yeah. like him. That's why I like him anyway. Yeah. That's why he's my favorite because he always he always gets back up, right? Um, and it hurts, and you see that it hurts. But he's not about to do the wrong thing just for selfish reasons, kind of thing. And that really shines through in this movie where he finally kind of has an opportunity to, I mean, really big time surrender and be a big boy and and take on his suffering. Yeah. Um, not, you know, and not, not feel it, right? Like he feels it. He feels the suffering. Um, he's really experiencing it, but it's, it's, it's unescapable, right? Yeah. It's unavoidable. Yeah. It's just, it's something that we, we have to deal with. That's life. You know, there, right. there is suffering in life. Well, and you said he's not about to do the wrong, the wrong thing just cause he's suffering. But I, I would actually push back on that and say he kind of did the wrong oh, he thing did. Or, he was did. About, or was about to do I'm the wrong speaking thing. to yeah. the final, like the, the climax of the movie, yes. of course. So he, yes. he, he does mess up. Um, at a few different points in the movie, but he ultimately um, does does the right thing. Yes, ultimately, which I but I think that's that's what made it seem more like the Tobey Maguire movies in terms of like in Tobe, in uh, Spider Man two and three. There's a moment in both of them, mm-hmm. like a like a significant part of the middle of the movie, where essentially he chooses something that's going to make his life easier. Uh, mm-hmm. In Spider Man 
two, it's it's uh, he sort of loses the begins losing the will to be Spider Man, mm-hmm. and then chooses uh, uh, basically to put away his powers for a while, and just be a normal Peter and enjoy his life as Peter. And I I love that it's kind of like a red pill blue pill thing, right? Like he chooses mm-hmm. he chooses to kind of live this like easier life right. instead of stepping up to be a hero right. um, until he finally dies. And in Spider Man three, uh, he the, the original Tobey Maguire one, it's kind of like comes upon him that's the the uh, symbiote comes over him and Venom. and then he like gives into all his like bad impulses and evil impulses and selfish impulses. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this movie. He really, he starts, it, it's kind of an altruistic thing that he, when he goes to Doctor Strange, he's saying that like, you know, his, he's now, um, his, his life as Spider-Man has essentially messed up the future for, mm-hmm. for Ned and for MJ mm-hmm. and for, um, and for his Aunt May and for Happy. And so he wants to have that changed but in a sense i think there's still like a selfishness there because how often can we like look at our those close to us and think we're doing something for them but part of it is actually also like because they're almost an extension of us Mm -hmm. like because they're suffering i'm suffering Mm -hmm. type of deal and he was suffering too from not being able to get into to mit and all that so he goes to dr strange and it's really crazy like that, that that dr strange also who like is his whole story was like essentially learning to use magic. Um, also like step up and be a hero and, and not just use magic to, uh, to cover over his suffering, mm-hmm. but rather to like lean into suffering. That's the whole meaning of his movie, which we're going to talk about at some point. I think the mm-hmm. Dr. Strange movie. Um, so it was, it was interesting to see both of them kind of lean into this plan of, we're going to make everyone forget that you're Spider-Man mm-hmm. Um, and kind of make things right using magic, um, and then it goes wrong. This and and then, but like like you said, eventually he does come to the choice to you know to to an amazing choice at the end of the movie. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Like just the final. Yeah, I mean the the climactic scene is him deciding to die yeah. basically yeah. Uh, to himself. Um, I mean, the, you know, everything's gone so wrong, and you know, f- you know, typical fabric of time, whatever is, <laughs> yeah. is breaking and you know, very vague. <laughs> They're coming through. Who's coming through? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's not yeah. important. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Focus on Spider-Man's <laughs> face. Um, and and he's like, it. W- w- this would fix it. If everyone forgot who I am, that would fix it, right? right? Yeah. And Strange is, of course, like, well, yeah. But he's like, well, do it. You know, do it. I'm okay with that. I, yeah. like, he has peace. He comes to a place of peace knowing who he is mm-hmm. um, and what he stands for. He is able to totally let go of everything, including yeah. those he loves. I mean, he doesn't have any family now. Yeah. Um, Ant Man's dead. Spoiler, yeah. Um, and so he is—he's literally—he's starting off absolute with nothing. Yeah. Um, like he doesn't—he doesn't even have a high school education. You find out by just looking at a—he's got a GED study book and a shot when he moves into his department. Oh, like is that what it is? His wow. apartment. Yeah. He has yeah. no diploma. He's got nothing. Yeah. He's eighteen and you know moving into some shack kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> really, that's like a big—you know—going from. And he did that, you know, right? Like this, this could have been avoided. Um, And, uh, but he's dealing with the consequences of his actions and he has peace with it and he's still going to continue being Spider-Man. So yeah, I was really excited about this and I, I I went to see this with my, um, my, my, my sisters and my girlfriend and they, they didn't 
Well, a few of them didn't like it because they thought it was really sad. Oh. And they expected MJ at the end to recognize him or something like that. They yeah. were really holding out for that in the donut oh, shop. Gosh. And I was like, no, this is so happy. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is such a joyful resolution because this is life, you know? Yeah. Like, we, it's, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, but it's not awful. Yeah. Right? Like, there is, there is concrete joy to be found. And I love this movie because it... Um, it shows the suffering. Like it really does show the suffering and it speaks into our experience, right? Like we, we are going to suffer. If, if, if you, if this is news to you, welcome, you've arrived, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're going to suffer. Uh, yeah. that's, that's just unescapable, but that shouldn't be this looming, just doom kind of cloud over your head, right? Right. That's not how we're intended to live just because we're going to suffer doesn't mean we're, we're supposed to, you know, walk around like we've got caskets on our backs. We're just waiting to jump back and fall in them. Um, we, we're meant to live a joyful life. Yes. And that's, that's, that's Jesus, right? Jesus allows us to do that. He enables us to do that through his, his suffering, death, and resurrection. Um, suffering is no longer meaningless, mm-hmm. right? Like we can find great joy in the suffering we're given. And I think, I think Peter does that, right? He's, he's got an unavoidable set of circumstances, right? And he chooses um, suffering and it's like, cause it's suffering or annihilation. Yep. And I think we're faced with the exact same choice. Yeah. We either suffer, suffer well with the Lord or annihilation, right? Yeah. Like those are, that's it. Either, you know, either you get on the program or you, you don't. Um, and I think it, that is, you know, that is sad to an extent that he has to suffer. Right. But I think it's so very joyful because he's a man Yeah. and he's being a man. Like yeah. he is, um, taking what is given to him, his, his circumstances and he, and he's, offering it back. Um, and that's ultimately all we can really do. So I, yeah, I think that is a beautiful, um, thing. I think what you had a quote in here, Andy, it really liked is from, is it Rerum Novarum? I think Rerum Novarum. Novarum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, when he redeemed us with plentiful redemption, took not away the pains and sorrows, which in such large proportion are woven together in the web of our mortal life. He transformed them into motives of virtue Mm -hmm. and occasions of merit. And no man can hope for eternal reward unless he follow in the blood-stained footprints of his Savior. If we suffer with him, we shall also reign with him. Christ's labors are sufferings accepted of his own free will, have marvelously sweetened all suffering and all labor. And not only by his example, but by his grace and by the hope held forth of everlasting recompense has he made pain and grief more easy to endure. For that which is at present momentary in light of our tribulation worketh for us above measure exceedingly an eternal weight of glory. Come on. And that is, thank you for putting that quote yeah. in there. Because that's, I mean, so y'all, that's that's just it. You know, yeah. that's, suffer well. I think, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. and, and so I think that's that's kind of the big the big suffering point anyway that I, I took away. And it's, it's interesting too, like how loss plays into that because he's got really tangible suffering not not just you know like having his um his his shot at school but i mean his his only family that we know of that he's close with that cares for him at may dies right and it's it, it it's he's he's wrapped up in it right yeah. like it, it is his fault to an extent um he is at fault and yeah and everyone else that he knows now is is gone as well so he's dealing with very tangible things and i think Similarly, it's important for us to remember that when we when we talk about Jesus um, entering into labors and sufferings, he was dealing with very tangible suffering. Yeah, like um, you know, to say like Jesus doesn't understand what you're going through 
is is one of the more ignorant things you can say. And I understand, like I, so, and I don't. I, excuse me, I do not mean to belittle your experience, listener, if if that's where you're at right now, because I I, I myself have been there, and I, I'm sure I'll be there again. Yeah. Um, just because of my own pride, but that that is that is a a small excuse to get away from the Lord's mercy and the Lord wants to burn up that excuse Mm -hmm. in his mercy and his love for you. And he wants to show you his wounded side um, and his pierced hands, his pierced feet. He wants to show you the blood dripping from his forehead, from that crown um, and and show just how tangible his suffering is and how intimately um, by you he is in your suffering. Um, Not, not just in like a, I'm, I'm, you know, I got my arm around you kind of way, but that his heart, he literally wants to give you his heart and he wants that to be what's beating in your chest. That is how intimate this suffering is going to be. And you have to recognize that that heart's pierced. Um, yeah. and that's going to, and so it's going to, you know, having his heart's going to hurt. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, but there's just so much joy as a result of being that close with our savior. Yeah. So on suffering, yeah. those, those are, those are kind of my thoughts. Um, Absolutely. This is really I interesting, Andy. I came into this with actually a couple of criticisms of the movie. Oh, really? Um, because, but they're all from like a, a narrative standpoint, <laughs> less sure. from like a yeah. thematic standpoint. Um, and I, you know, here I am going off on, on <laughs> suffering and all. I just, I was like, oh, wow, Jesus, you, you work, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, <you're> absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, I think, I think the, the themes of the movie cover over any like narrative issues for me, which, which there are narrative yeah, issues, yeah. but it's just like the themes are so good um, that it just, I'm like, I don't care. I, the, yeah, please. It's almost like a cheap shot in some way, right? Yeah. Because they're like, we're going to throw in all these things we want to throw in, <laughs> uh, but also it's a great, uh, great message. So, you know, human experience, you can't really, can't yeah. really call us on it. Well, <laughs> like, abso- how dare abso- you? Absolutely. That's the thing. Cause I, I mean, when people are like, oh, finally we get to see Tom Holland suffer, you know, it's like, it's like, that's yeah. not a, uh, it's not schadenfreude or whatever it is. You know, it's not just people wanting to see someone else uh, Can you explain suffer. that word for the little, the little uneducated <laughs> I think, I think it means, like it's a German word that means like pleasure derived from the suffering of others. It's, a, facts. it's yep. apparently a, a commonly experienced thing by, by some, or it's experienced among people for sure. Um, but that's not what that's about. I don't think, I don't think mm-hmm. it's that people want to just see mm-hmm. him suffer. If anything, I, I don't like movies often like when it's just like, Oh, the hero's just suffering suffering suffering. Like when it's just like pointless, yeah, but for Spider-Man, like, he, he, why it's beautiful with Spider-Man is that he gets beaten down by it, but he, but you like he's mm-hmm. always trying to overcome to get back up, mm-hmm. overcome it, mm-hmm. and he and he eventually like takes it on heroically, yeah. and and it's not just like oh woe is me or or I just am so unfortunate, but like but rather like he's such a good example. Like it's mm-hmm. I I think he's the way the reason why Spider-Man is my favorite uh, he's superhero is because he is the closest to just. A Christ-like uh, uh, or or a Christian Boom. taking on of suffering, yeah. and, and I think that's what people missed in the Tom Holland. Like, not that he didn't ever suffer. Like, there were some moments, but like, yeah. really, they were they were passing off often, or or, or they were easily yeah. solved, rather than like some of these super easy, yeah, barely an barely inconvenience, exactly. And so, <laughs> thank you for that reference. Yeah, you got it. Um, yeah. and so I think that was what was huge. I mean, and, yeah. and so of course in the movie when he, um, when he's he's trying to do this, this really beautiful thing. like trying mm. to get the, the villains, you know, healed and, and sent back oh, as well as he can. That's so good. And Aunt May is there yeah. trying to like being the one who's like pushing him in that, um, and, and insp- inspiring him in that, I should say. Yeah, um, yeah. but then she, her life is, you know, is, is, is lost, uh, mm-hmm. to, to green goblin. Um, and when he, when, when, uh, it's, I think it's right after that is when he's, when he's visited by the, the multiversal Spider-Man. 
yeah. I'm pretty sure if I remember yeah. correctly. And and I remember there's that scene where um, they're talking about like, uh, you know, that they've lost someone. And at first I was thinking back to what something you said and something that we've talked about before, which is like the, the whole, um, it's, it's not usually a, a really good idea to say like, I, I know exactly what you're feeling. So, okay, <laughs> so this is interesting because yeah. this goes into some of my, my critique of it. Uh, but I think they, <laughs> on some level, I think the people that made this movie were like, hmm, <laughs> Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse broke Disney's streak of <laughs> yeah, best <yeah>. animated film. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, let's, let's take some notes from that. And they literally... I mean, so one, you have multiversal yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. which ties everything into a nice bow for so, those confused totally. about how those movies fit into totally. stuff. Um, and I was just kind of like, eh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm here for this. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm super here for this. Uh, but then they they also capitalized on the mistake of the Spider-Man in the other, um, uh, the, the other movie, but they oh, did it yeah. more explicitly. So in, in Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, Miles Morales you know, the Spider-Man say, we know what you're going through. Yeah. And I don't think Miles explicitly says, no, you don't. He just kind of takes it yeah. like you would more so in, in you know, more normal kind of conversation. Um, whereas in, in this film, they say, you know, we understand what you're going through. He's like, no, you don't. Yeah. And, and he's just like resolved in his, in his, um, despair. Yeah. Um, and I was like, how very interesting. So they, <laughs> they like attempted to kind of nuance the exact same thing yeah uh, which i was like all right like all right. I, I mean you know yeah. like good yeah. stuff is good stuff right Definitely. and good plot is good plot but um i so i just i yeah. thought i think hot take ultimately spider-verse you know does the whole multiverse thing a lot better because it's a cartoon yeah so it's more believable for sure and there was a few times when i was watching the film where i didn't actually think andrew and toby were on set. I, I just like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. my mind kept telling me they had to be green screened on. Yeah. Because I, I knew I know them from the other movies. Yeah. So there was a few times my brain like wouldn't allow me to believe that they were touching each other. Yeah. Or like hugging or whatever. Definitely. Because I, I was like feeling. Oh, they I mean they can't be there. They're not in this universe. <laughs> so I kept not. like imposing a green screen like haze. Yeah. Or like different toning on their face. And maybe there was, you know, I'm not a I'm not a um yeah, CG guy, but maybe I don't know. Maybe there was some lighting stuff. If you're uh, between a CG guy between COVID regulations and trying to keep this all on the down low, I'm sure that that were that there were more scenes than than we realized that were like the, like oh, weren't necessarily yeah. in the same room the whole time or whatever. Gosh, that's but such a bummer. but I like you're right. There were times where. No, he's literally cracking his back. Like that's definitely them in the same. Yeah, yeah, room. literally. And it was cracks, hard to yeah, like yeah. to process. That I was my sure. brain was my brain was struggling. <laughs> but big no, time. but I really loved. Yeah, that, that I thought of that whole scene because it, it was exactly like Spider Verse, where where they're like, we know what you have been through, yeah. and, and, and I love that. Don't. He, uh, yeah, you don't. But at the same time, it is the, it is kind of the same thing in in so far as like oh yeah, every Spider Man does lose someone, and that suffering and that loss. Is the origin yeah. of of being a hero? I think f yep. for them, and so I think that was that was what made made this like his real first origin story for yeah. Tom Holland's Spider Man, and what made it like it was by far my yeah. favorite uh, of Tom Holland as as Spider Man, other than just how quippy and fun Civil War was. That was just so, that was a very fun, very, very uh, fun experience of him. But but yeah, and I I just I love that because because that's our experience. Like mm. we experience suffering and like and like you mentioned Ellie, like if you haven't experienced yet it, yet you, like you will and like mm -hmm. and that's kind of how it was for for um peter is on some level it was almost like he hadn't yet and it was i i thought that when he was 
trying to reverse it and stuff in like this this you know bizarre way of like I'm gonna use magic to to make it better. It was almost like a child who's having a first experience of like not getting their way, mm. trying to make everything work out for them. Them it, thinking like, well, things need to work out for me. Like mm-hmm. this isn't this isn't fair. And so it was such a maturing for him to realize like he can't have it both ways. Like not everything can work out for him. Yeah. Um, I love that quote from uh, Green Goblin when he's you know, going. Peter, <laughs> you're struggling you're to have sh- everything you want. Gosh. All the world tries to make you choose. As if that's like a, yeah. a bad thing, but like that's what the world does. And, yeah. and that's not, then that's just reality. That's not like the world being, you know, uh, particularly mean to you. Mm-hmm. That's just how life is. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't get everything you want and you're going to have to choose and, and you're going to, and you're going to suffer and there's going to be loss. Um, and, and so I love that it stepped into all of that. Like, and, and, and t- to your point too of, I just really loved his choice at the end. Like that, the fact of allowing himself to be forgotten, mm-hmm. like, how, like how, what a great example of humility, right. To like also to like, to allow yourself to be forgotten, right. There's a whole litany mm-hmm. of humility, right. Where it's like, um, Lord, like that, 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 uh, others might be praised and, and, you know, and, and not myself, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like more the, of you, less of me. Yeah. yeah. That, that I might be, you know, forgotten in a sense, you know, like what, while others like are, are known, um, that I may become as holy or, uh, that others may become holier than I provided that I may become as holy exactly. as I ought. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, it, totally. it really, it really was like along those lines. And then, yeah. and then like you said too, at the very, very end, I just loved how they're in that coffee shop and he just, he wanted to say something. He wanted her to recognize him. Mm-hmm. But he just really beautifully and joyfully accepted peace. Peace. Yeah, he just accepted yeah. that, like that. This is what how it is. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to step into a new life and and go from there. Uh. So when he just comes mm-hmm. out swinging in the in like the classic suit at the end, I was just so pleased. I was so happy. Yeah. And 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 like, I felt understood. And I felt like given an example of. This is like you can heroically mm-hmm. enter into your suffering, and yeah, and uh, you know anyone can do that. I think I agree. Anyone can wholeheartedly. But in Christ, it's not just like an optimism; it's it's given redemptive meaning. It's given mm-hmm. it's it's given it's, it's given so much more. And so, yeah. so like I loved what you shared uh, about just you know, yeah, going g- uniting with Christ yeah. in His suffering. I think. The scripture that came to mind was Proverbs 17, the crucible for silver and the furnace for gold, but the tester of hearts is the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's you. Yeah. I, so just to what you were saying on like, you will encounter suffering and it will purify you. Yeah. I mean, it, it, why do we have purgatory? Right. It's because we need to be purified, right. you know? Um, and, and similarly on earth, right? Like don't wait for purgatory. Like, yeah. come on, let's get yeah. this on right now. Absolutely. Um, if, if I can be closer to the Lord, which is where I am meant to be, yeah. where, where I will, you know, find lasting fulfillment and yeah, meaning. And you know, that's, that's, that's it, you know? Yeah. Um, then, then let's, you know, let's get it on right now. And so those that are blessed to, um, you know, it, it, listeners, if you're if you were a cradle Catholic, yeah, or um, yeah, or just have been brought up in the faith, um, and you're blessed to have that, then you got to You got to lead. And so, I'd like to right. segue, I think, into some of this power and responsibility stuff. Like those of us that have um, been brought up with the faith, 
we we do have a responsibility uh, to live holy lives, and that's not to say that you you can't struggle, of course, and you know uh, encounter your fair share of doubts and some of this sort of stuff. But you know, if you are living, if if you have been formed, um, and, and you you have the tools at your disposal, like you know spiritual direction, the sacraments, a daily prayer life, this stuff, you have an obligation yeah. uh, to lead the way. Uh, in in the faith and in the culture and in your friend groups and you know call on um, people to live a holier life and call out sin and redirect conversation when it's getting gossipy yeah, yeah. and all this stuff um, and that is I think something that I I don't know how well that has been communicated uh, I I know to myself anyway but I think that, that it needs to be communicated more like if you don't I'm just gonna this is just on my mind for whatever reason yeah if you don't stop a conversation from, you know, like, it's like, oh, I don't know if this is mine to hear. Like, it's not, yeah, you know, because it's one thing if someone's like, you know, like, hey, so-and-so's mother died. Like, you yeah, know, it's yeah. a really tough time. Like, you should probably go, you know, pray with them, yeah. check in or something. That's one thing, right? It's another thing when someone's like, um, oh, so-and-so, like, you know, went on a date with so-and-so. It's like, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, you know, like that's not yours to share, right? Are you the yeah. one that went on the date or whatever, you know? Um, but so if there's, you know, if there's conversations that are going like this, you cannot expect someone else to cut it off. Like if you feel uncomfortable, you feel like this is gossip, not your information to hear, good or bad, you got to do it, you know? Like yeah. you have an obligation as someone with a formed conscience to say something. And I think, um, I think we, we can kind of, so one of the harder things maybe with this movie is, you know, I think, I think audience members generally are like with great car power comes great responsibility. We understand that we're supposed to internalize that right. As an audience member, yeah, we're like, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. That applies to me. I don't think, and I, I speak from personal experience when saying this, I don't think I understand just how much that applies to me because <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. easy for me to have a false sense of humility and be like, well, what sway do I actually hold in the minds of others? Right. Reality. A lot. Yeah. Every single person I think has someone that looks up to them. Now, you know, the number varies, I'm sure, and the intensity varies, but someone looks up to you and someone looks to you as a moral compass, regardless of what that compass looks like. There is someone that is counting on you to live a holy life. I guarantee it. There's not a single person um, that I think is an exception to that. Uh, and, And again, number and intensity varies. But I think everyone is called to be an example for those around them. And so especially those of us that are um, formed and we've been brought up in the faith, or even if you, you've experienced conversion, now you're being formed, uh, wherever you're at, uh, if, you, if you have you know, a formed conscience, like you have a, a massive responsibility. And that shouldn't, you know, that, that, I think honestly, I was about to say that shouldn't be scary. No, it should be scary. It should yeah, terrify yeah, yeah, the yeah, crap out of you. Yeah. Because Jesus Christ is counting on you to mirror him to his people. Uh, and that is crazy intimidating, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. king of the universe is asking you and me, Andy Norton and Alila Ville, to be his image yeah. to, to those around us. And I think, I think that should terrify us. I don't think, therefore, though, that that should dissuade us from doing it. But I think we should go about it with fear and trembling, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think to kind of, you know, relate it to the movie as well. I think that ties in really well with how Peter Parker kind of works out his, you know, situation with fear and trembling. Um, It is, you know, it is very, very uneasy, which is, 
which I love because, you know, even I think it's really interesting how this compares with, you know, like in-game and stuff where he, you know, there's just massive slaughter of aliens kind of thing. And it's yeah, kind of yeah. like, all right, whatever. Like yeah. how high are the yeah, stakes, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, the spider suits just <laughs> killing all of them. Um, whereas this one, it's like, <sighs> yeah, shoot dog it, man. <laughs> like the stakes are high. Yeah. Um, and he is, he is struggling and working it out with fear and trembling. Um, and I think, I think we're called to do the same thing. And so I'd encourage you, like if you're feeling the pressure to be uh, a role model or something of that nature, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Good. I'm, it's, it's great that you feel the weight of that. Uh, and then, you know, don't let it overwhelm you. I, I just for clarity, don't, do not let it overwhelm you, but I think it's okay. And if anything, really healthy that you really feel, um, the, the severity of what you're yeah, called to yeah. as a, as a formed Christian. So, and, and with that, know that you're not alone and, and make sure that others yeah. are not alone. Like, amen. Like, amen. Cause Come on. I mean, honestly in the movie, uh, you see Peter has been trying to make all this like happen. He's really turned a corner. Yeah. He's turned a corner trying to, trying to do the right thing by and large, but then he's, he's overcome with, uh, with, with really, uh, a desire for vengeance, right? Yeah, his, Towards Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's going for him. He's going for the head. Well, he, and he, if it wasn't for community, he would have killed him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. he would have. He actually would have. big time failed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and it's it's Toby. Toby. You know? I'm so happy with So Toby. good. Who gets the there. The father. Yeah. He is the father. And he oh. doesn't say a word. He doesn't say yeah. a word. He just catches the... the doesn't the, shame um, him. The glider, I think he, yeah. is what he was going to use. Because it's what killed him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he catches it and just holds it. Yeah, and he's and he's barely holding it down because like there's you know Spider Man versus Spider Man for a second there, but but uh, one driven by vengeance and the other driven by by like you know wanting to 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 mm-hmm. help him know this will not make you happy. This yeah. is not what you're what you this is not what you're called to. This is not you living out great power and great responsibility, etc. Yep. And he just looks at him. He's holding it there. And he's and he just looks at him and 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 uh, and eventually. Uh, he understands and and comes, comes, uh, come you know st- stops. Um, and I think that we just have to remember that like we need to be that person for someone else. Yeah, amen. Toby. Amen. And we need those people in our lives. We yeah. need we need the your your fellow Spider Man. You know, and and I would say too, in this world that's increasingly isolated like even before covid like whatever oh covid covid whatever covid I, uh, highlighted it highlighted yeah. exactly only highlighted that in this world we are so isolated so often yeah. so isolated yeah. that we're in our own universes it's disgusting, right we're all, we're in yeah. our own universes so often yeah. um and so I, I, honestly sometimes in these this day and age when i encounter someone who's a brother alongside me you know mm. Um, or brother or sister in Christ who's who's alongside me and there mm. with me and encouraging me and calls me on. It's like I'm getting visited from a, from the multiverse, you know? Because it feels, you yeah. feel so isolated yeah. sometimes. Like this person's just from outside of my right. universe even. And we have to be there for people. And like you have such a, a feeling of like togetherness and how big the universe is and that there are heroes out there. Mm. When someone does that, like stand, uh, steps in and is there for you. Yep. So look for that. And be that for people, you know, Um, answer the call to go and, and be there. I love, I love how Andrew Garfield, when he first like shows up, he's just like, I, I, he said, he says something about how I just felt like I needed to go find Peter Parker, like, uh, you know, the the other spider, right? He said something like that. Um, Yeah. He he sensed 
that he was needed. Yeah. And so there's a way in which like, why did they show up when, with the spell? Like it doesn't make total narrative sense or whatever. Um, they know who Spider-Man is, I guess is the justification. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But at the same time, it's like ultimately though, it's like because they were needed, like those specific ones were needed and they, and they all needed each yeah. other. Like, yeah. of course I absolutely loved, I, I couldn't even kind of like the green screen thing. I couldn't even believe what I was seeing when Garfield actually goes for the dive and catches MJ. Um, oh my gosh! That. Absolutely nuts. Ugh, got chills Absolutely right now. I got chills. Nuts. I don't know about you listeners, but I have chills. Thinking yeah, about that. that was so good. And his his him afterwards was yeah. just like. So good. <laughs> he he absolutely killed. He was so good. <laughs> he's I love Andrew. I, I do enjoy watching him. Yeah, he's absolutely. Yeah. He's he's got a he's got a deep heart for yeah, sure. Totally. Um he he's actually been through this is random, but he's been through the uh Ignatian exercises. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah did yeah. he do it for silence? He or? did it for silence, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting to see. I've I've seen some interviews with him and it's interesting to see his experience of like uh of kind of a building out an interiority like an interior life and yeah like, I, I think you see that in his acting now like his acting is 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 like next level yeah and 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 not just like oh like his facial expressions and stuff but like there's a depth to he's him. living it yeah yeah absolutely so absolutely i think just one quick thing i wanted to touch on for the great to give more gravity to the peter parker almost killing somebody yeah um but it's on captain america's shield and in Captain and Winter yeah. Soldier, the the newbie captain, I, I don't remember his name even, right. um, does kill somebody with the shield Yeah, in the same motion that Peter was about to kill Norman with yeah. the glider. And I just, I just thought that was kind of funny that they're on the shield. And so we, we can kind of contrast like someone actually killing somebody with someone not killing somebody. So and true. what is the difference? Community. Yeah. Um, because no one was there to stop uh, Captain. He had no friends. Um, no one dove in to slow him down or whatever. And here you have Spider-Man that does um, have friends and brothers. Um, yeah. And I think it's interesting too how um, Spider-Man doesn't after, you know, getting stopped, like pause and, you know, like break down crying or anything. He is still livid. Like <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. when he gets the antidote and shoves that into Norman's <laughs> neck, it is like, <laughs> it is not a gentle procedure. He like, yeah, yeah thrusts that sucker in there full fledged like i think he had whiplash from <laughs> yes. getting the antidote kind of thing um so and i which i just thought was very interesting so i also appreciate from an acting perspective how it's not all of a sudden it's like <laughs> it's like yeah. no i'm still peeved. yeah yeah um but i just for viewers because i don't we yeah i just wanted to tie in a little little Easter egg there for whatever it's worth. I don't know. If, no, know, I love that. Keep I love us that. relevant Easter yeah. <laughs> egg wise, you know, they got to fill that quote. I didn't expect you yeah, a reference to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't know. Um, it probably wasn't. It probably no, no, I know wasn't, but I was just like, ah, oh, that's interesting. Well, I wonder if that was how like you said, that was. The, the Captain America's shield is on top of the, of the Statue yeah, of Liberty too. Right? Why did they do that? <laughs> it looked a little stupid, I but like, I was like, America, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I mean, I think for them, they were like, it's more meaningful than like a torch, I guess. That's what they, uh, yeah. They, but uh, like, can we get yeah. an Iron Man? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like an arc reactor on the <laughs> chest of the statue. Like he's the yeah. one that snapped. Like, That's, yeah. Hmm. But he's not, he's not Iron America or America man. Iron America man. That's true. I guess he's, he's just a Cap, dude. Captain America. Cap, Cap really is like the team you know, Iron Man. Yeah. Team just Iron just man, a boy bro. from what? Bronx. Bronx. Queens. He's Brooklyn. Queens. Brooklyn. Queens. He's, he's Brooklyn. He's, no. He's Brooklyn? Cap's Brooklyn. Spider-Man's Queens. 
Oh, that's right. Or at least uh, that one is. I loved the the Jamie Foxx. I was just thinking you were going to be black. (laughs) He's like, I'm sure there's one somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Spider-Verse. There is. Maybe eventually, yeah, another one in in this universe. So good. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. It was so good. I I really am thankful for this film and and, oh, amen. and again amen. in like a just yeah just it was inspiring and, and encouraging and mm-hmm. and I really hope that we're all able to continue to take that message of of um, entering into those sufferings and 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 uniting them on. to Christ come, yeah. yeah and and come to Christ and and um, yeah step into our heroic role that we have we all have it and and we've all failed too we all we all fall and Massive. and uh, and so uh, that's just an encouragement too like never. Never feel like your um, your uh, vocation as a Christian is to be above or other or like better than, mm. but rather like together with people, like, like come through that suffering and your weakness, mm-hmm. and uh, and take on your call to 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 lift up. Uh, the world to Christ. So we can do it. Well, we hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. Tune in next time when we discuss through the deep dark valley by the Oh Hellos. Though they die is sponsored. <laughs> the freaking button the troubles button, always. Button troubles I hate. <laughs> I cannot. I literally had my hand hovering over it and still didn't press it. Okay, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Though they die is sponsored by Net Ministries. To get in touch with Andy and Ali, email us at though they die at netusa.org. Yeah. Which speaking of which, we've just so enjoyed hearing from people, <gasps> and we'd love so to hear exciting. more suggestions. We've got like eight more episodes planned out ahead of time, mm-hmm. or like eleven, I think now, but. Send us your emails, talk to us, and to get involved as a net missionary, go to netusa.org <laughs> slash apply. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>